0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. So you're listening to the introduction for what will be season four, episode one. Uh, I am deeply, deeply, deeply uh, grateful for this opportunity. I got to interview someone I've been watching for years, Bill Pito. He's currently a MSG studio host, but he's been involved in basketball for so long. And just listening to him was, was dope. It was motivating. And he's a fellow New Yorker, so I got to shout him out for that. We talked Knicks, we talked hustle, we talked, you know, motivation, starting points, origins, you name it. So, you know, I'm just grateful. Uh, we even talked about uh, nervousness, right? Like, do you get nervous before big events and big games? And and it was fun. And then I, I got to say this. I got to highlight this because it's exciting, right? I'm doing a fanboy right now. He also said I was good at interviewing, so that was fun. So, so to hear it from someone that that just literally is in media all day, every day, uh, to recognize you for your efforts, it's dope, and uh, I'm grateful that I was able to go live and then share that. So, if you guys want to hear the interview, uh, stay tuned. That's gonna drop in the next few seconds. And then, if you want to see the interview, go back to Friday the 13th on the Mindful Wizard page, and you'll be able to see a recording of it. But I just want to take a you know a second to recognize Bill Pito. Uh, I appreciate him very much, and I just hope that we continue to have really fun guests on the air. Thank you, guys. Stay tuned. This is going to be a shorter episode because it's just a straight interview, and then we'll we'll pick back up sometime next week, next episode, you know, every Sunday at 4. So stay tuned and shout-out to Bill Pito. Let's go, Knicks. We better beat the Wizards today. Later, guys. Wait, I just realized something. They're playing the Wizards, and Bill Pito... And the wizard interview today. That's interesting. That means something's happening. All right, guys, have a great day. Enjoy the interview. God is good. Holla. Good morning, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Search for Consciousness. We are <clears throat> currently in season four, and uh, we started this season with an amazing guest for episode one, one of my favorite TV personalities. Uh, studio host, just an all-around great person. His name is Bill Pito, and if you are a Knicks fan, you've definitely seen him. So let's just welcome Bill Pito on the show. God bless you, and and thank you for joining us, brother. Thank you for having me. Go, Knicks. Let's go, Knicks. So so my first question, I know that I did a little research on you, and uh, you went to Cornell University. You was a sports anchor in Ithaca. You worked for ESPN, and now you're a studio host for msg can you tell us a little bit about your origins and how you got to this point
1: yes yeah, so i was born originally in new york city i uh, come from native new yorkers um so this job is uh, like in many dreams come true when i was a little boy here in manhattan uh we used to watch the knicks uh when they were you know champions i used to so my mom was a huge Clive Frazier fan, so to work with Clive Fraser now is just—it's just amazing. We moved to the West Coast in 1972. Uh, grandparents are New Yorkers, cousins are from Long Island. Uh, Grand—other grandparents are in—were in New Jersey. So, this is—these are my roots. Um, I moved west. My dad went to Cornell. I ended up going to Cornell. I always knew I wanted. Pursue being a sportscaster. I uh, got a lot of experience while I was at Cornell. My first job was, in, uh, as you mentioned, I got on the air in Ithaca uh, at a TV station that started a local newscast. I got very lucky because I got experience in college and did sports there. Went to Binghamton, and I went to Syracuse, Then um, I went to a network that started a 24-hour sports network before that was a thing, before that was a popular thing called the Sports News Network. I went to Boston, uh, as you mentioned, I was at ESPN then from 93 to 08, and I've been at MSG since 2009, and uh, you know, when you look at my background and uh, my roots, uh, in many ways, I think I, I belong here uh, all along, because um, with my family, to be affiliated with the Knicks and, and to be working with Clyde Frazier and Mike Green and these great studio people i worked with, Kenny Albert, Wally Zerbiak, and Alan Hahn, I mean, it's just been a, it's just been an incredible experience uh personally i just love my job i love the team that we cover and i also very involved with the rangers and i love them too so uh it's worked out very well
0: yes sir no you have a, <clears throat> a really interesting career and side note the msg 150 is one of my uh favorite highlights of basketball i just i love watching it so so just thank you for what you do so so why sports though like like what drives you what motivates you about sports
1: I always wanted to be a sportscaster. The first thing that I could read was the sports section of the New York Times. I mean, that was well before internet, well before websites. You know, we, we used to read actual newspapers. You know what I mean? Uh, I I just, my dad was a big sports fan. As I mentioned, I was a little boy. We used to watch the Mets, uh, the Knicks and the Mets. Uh, The TV was always on watching sports. Uh, My dad was a huge basketball fan. And you know, the thing that, um, I don't for for fans that are younger the Knicks of the early 70s were transcendent they were more than just basketball players they were so popular outside of basketball so that someone like my mom who wasn't a basketball fan just loved Clyde Frazier I mean that, that they were transcendent athletes and and I think that really stuck with me as a young boy here and I just always loved sports and uh you know, I, I love performing, and you know when you're on as a host, you're kind of a performer. Uh, with those of us that are lucky enough to work on the games, there's a performance aspect to it. Uh, so that, plus the fact that I'm a huge Knicks fan, huge sports fan, um, uh, that's kind of why I pursued it. Uh, I liked all sports. Uh, um, was a huge Niners fan when we moved to the West Coast, and I've just always been involved uh, following it. And now I get to cover it uh, professionally. It's Just
0: been fantastic. Yes, sir. You have what <clears throat> what I like to call a dream life. Very lucky man. So um, what's your advice for people that want to get their feet into media, specifically, you know, like TV? You know, so it's
1: a, um, a experience-based profession, I would say. You know, if you go to law school, you're going to be a lawyer. You go to medical school, you're going to be a doctor. Uh, and you're going to land at a hospital or a law firm. A law firm. And what I do and what we do, there's just no concrete path. Uh, the most important thing is if you want to be on the air, is to when you're ready to search for a job, have a representation of your on-air work. So that means getting experience in college. Then you just got to hustle and, and have a contact and really be aggressive looking for an opportunity. You know, it's a kind of scenario where there are a lot more applicants, and a lot more people in our position. So obviously it's, it's incredibly competitive. Um, but you have, the, the most important thing, if you're going to enter the fray, so to speak, is to have some experience. Uh, very hard to do if you don't have experience under your belt. But, you know, if you go to college, you can get a lot of repetition, a lot of practice. It's a lot of practice. You can't learn in the classroom. Uh, You kind of learn by doing.
0: Yes, sir. And I'm just going to take a second to shout out Jay Sniper, one of our live uh, watchers, audience. They're saying, uh, let's go Knicks, Knicks tape. So I just wanted to take a second to throw that in there. (laughs) Shout out to Jay Sniper. Uh, Do you ever get nervous?
1: You know, I get nervous sometimes when there's a big spot. Uh, I mean, you're always up, you're always excited. When We're in the garden doing the home pregame show, you always get jacked up for that with the music and the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes, like, I'll give you an example. Uh, a couple of years ago, when Kobe Bryant died, um, we were on the air at six o'clock Eastern time, and he had died officially two or three hours prior to that. So when you go on the air and you have to deal with something like that, I think all of us get a little bit nervous. And, um, that was a when big news breaks like that, and you have to kind of be the one quarterbacking the ship, so to speak. That that can be uh, that can cause definite nerves. Yes, sir. It's not all fun and games all the time, I guess you know.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. And and I'm listening to you, and I want to add, but I also know we're limited with time, so I just want to make sure I get all the questions out. So my next question is, uh, what's your tips or strategies for staying tranquil during? you know, reporting or, or anything like that when big moments, how do you stay chill?
1: I should probably sign up for a private session with you.
0: <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: I don't know. Uh, you know what? Uh, thankfully I've been at it a long time. So kind of thing takes over. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's interesting. I think you're really involved in consciousness, right? Yes, I think it's and awareness and mindfulness. I think sometimes in this it's best not to think about some of those things. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know what your thought is on, on dealing with performers, but if you start thinking about what's at stake, what's going on, what you're talking about, I think that could, that could maybe take away from your natural instinct and, and lead to um, some problems.
0: 100%. I'll just quickly agree. Like that, That's what they call the flow state, right? And, and you know what you do well, right. and you just let instinct and intuition take over. We don't want to overthink. Like, even in these moments when I get to uh, interview people that I really enjoy talking to, it's a big deal, right? But... I know I've done this for years now, and it and it becomes second nature. All right, so let's. Well, let's, you're
1: great. I mean, I hope you're not nervous with me. You're great.
0: Um, honestly, I, I get more nervous um prior to like the first few minutes, right? Like the Like, front, when, I'm,
1: what, like when I'm a half hour late for the interview, right? Like where's Bill?
0: Y- 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 those are the scarier moments. Like, is this right. go, is this going right. to happen? Um, you right. know, things like that. But once we're on, it's just a conversation with an old friend. You know what I mean? Thank you, brother. Let me know if you want me to work for MSG. All right, next question. Uh, what's your favorite MSG moment? Um,
1: <clears throat> Well, when I was a fan, I was actually there in 99 when the Spurs beat the Knicks. I was actually sitting there when every Johnson hit that shot. That's um, <laughs> as a fan. Um, but my biggest uh, thrill, you know what? It was when the Knicks – I've been there a long time, and, and uh, the, the team is building in the right direction. But when they won game two against the Hawks in the playoff series a couple of years ago, 7th Avenue, they basically had to shut down because the fans were so excited. You know, remember that they lost that series in five games. Um, but the game that they won was like such a big deal, and it was so amazing to see the fans be so excited, and we got such energy because um, – you could see what was going on outside of Seventh Avenue. I hope there are more playoff wins to come because you can see what the reaction's gonna be if they do well in the playoffs. That was amazing. Uh the one win they had against the Hawks was a home win.
0: So so I, I'm a little old school. Uh I don't have the experience that you have, obviously, but like when they um played the place, the Pacers and Roy Herbert blocked um Mello. And right. I, I, that was one of the most heartbreaking losses. And I kind of right. like, I was like, I got to, I got to stop. I was too invested at that point. And it like really messed with me. Like, so I'll just throw that in there. So what's your um, ultimate goal? It could be in sports. It could be in life. You can answer that however you feel fit.
1: Well, I want, uh, I want my health. Um, Thankfully, I have my health. I have two 20 uh, year old, 20 uh, twenty-something daughters. I want good things for them. I want great things for my wife. Um, I just want us all to be healthy, and uh, that's what's most important. I think as you get older. Um, and I, I, you know, at work I love who I work with. Uh, I work with Mike Breen, who's a Hall of Famer. Clyde Frazier, Sam Rosen, who's in the Hall of Fame. Kenny Albert, Wally, Monica, Alan Hahn, uh, John Gianone, Henrik Lundqvist. I mean, can you imagine going to work? These are my colleagues. I'm so lucky. I hope it continues forever because I love my job. And uh, hopefully the Knicks can keep a rolling. I think they've been a, a very competitive team, obviously. They're uh, playing game 43 tonight. I think they got a they're basically a lock for a, at least a plan. Hopefully top six. Brunson's been a revelation. It's been great so far, so hopefully they keep it going.
0: Yes, sir. So just because I want to know about your time frame, you got a few more minutes for some more questions or you got to go? Yeah, let's, yeah, let's go a couple more minutes, sure. Let's do it. Thank you for your time. And the Knicks are looking really good this year. Brunson's a beast, man. It's amazing, isn't it? I've been to like ten games already, and and I should I should stop because I'm a teacher in the real world, so I don't have an infinite amount of money, so maybe I should think about that. But whatever. Where do you where do you teach? I'm a dean at a special education high school, and it's a pretty big school. It's it's near the Garden. It's called Beacon High School. Wow, good for you. Thank you, sir. Yeah, we'll we'll talk outside of the. Oh, okay. If if you want, of course. All right. I'll give you some now more information.
1: That, that, that's interesting all
0: right go yes, go, sir. go for it let's go. do it so so how do you react when uh new yorkers recognize you how does that feel
1: uh it's not it Doesn't happen that much to be honest with you um you know but it, i love it you know people are um people are fans you know so I'd be, great.
0: I, i'm i'd be surprised because like i know a lot of people catch the msg 150 so so that's interesting I, I, maybe they're just shy
1: yeah, I don't know. It's not like I walk down the street and have to have security around
0: me. You know what I mean? it's not, you no, know? I hear that. I hear that. That's, that's, that's fair. All right. Because I know we got to go soon. This, this I need to know. Who's a. I don't even know how to ask this in a nice way. Who do you prefer to be around? Wally or Allen Hound? Who's more fun to be around? I,
1: I love them both. I love them all. I love them all equally.
0: Got it. As right. a
1: father likes to say, he loves his children equally. Got I you. love my colleagues equally.
0: That's a, that's a very political and intelligent answer. <laughs> now nah, I respect that. All right, so my last two questions, and let me just once again thank you. Happy Friday. Let's go, Knicks. I think we got the Wizards tonight, right? Right, right. We got this game. We better win, though. All right, uh, which star do you want to meet that you haven't yet?
1: As uh, in terms of um, uh, basketball, uh, Knicks or, or just a star in, uh
0: so we could answer it two ways, right? Like, which NBA star would you like to have a conversation with, and which like celebrity would you one day want to bump into, sit in courtside or something in MSG? Um,
1: that's a good question. That's a really good question. Um, I I'd love to have a conversation now uh, with uh, with Steph Curry.
0: Nice.
1: I've never met Steph Curry. Uh, because I think Steph Curry is, is is everything that's good with this game in terms of the joy that he plays with, the fact that he stayed in one place, that he doesn't take nights off, and that he plays with such joy. So, I mean, he's my favorite player because, because of all these things. I love Giannis, too. Giannis came up from humble beginnings. Uh, we know his backstory was he's deeply um, in poverty growing up, uh, comes to this country, and stays put. I'm really into these uh, these players, not... Moving around, I think being dedicated to a franchise, to one team, uh, is is good for them and good for the game. So I, I would take Steph Curry, and I would love to be
0: able to talk to Giannis as well. Some good, uh, those are some good choices. And then Curry broke my heart. I went to the game. I think it was December 9th, and he's uh his shoulder was out of commission. Right. I was so mad. Right. I was I was so, I was like that's my once in a lifetime opportunity. We had great seats, right. but well, I. Come I back. Come back, come back next year. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. It depends how the DOE is paying, right? The Department of Education. But he's uh right. he did acknowledge me, which was nice. But I, you know, I wanted to see him in action. All right, brother. So my last uh, question, unless you want to add anything, of course. What's your favorite non-sports hobby? Uh, well, do you, how's golf? Golf? golf
1: count as a sport?
0: Yes, sir. Of course. I've actually had a a, a golf. Does
1: that count as a that, does that count as A, a non-sport hobby? Of, of or course. Kind of a sports hobby.
0: Of course, I'll, I'll take that. But but you know what? Let's go. I let's think, go non-sports.
1: I stink at it. I want to get better. All
0: right. And what do you do without anything physical? So I, I,
1: I like I like uh, watching. Uh, I love watching performers. So I like I uh, like uh, you know Netflix shows. I used to love to go to the movies. We don't go as much as we used to because uh, how entertainment consumption has changed. Yes, uh, I love going to movies. I love watching good shows. I don't know if you watched White Lotus. I thought that was really good. Uh I check it out. on it uh, Yeah, really popular show on HBO. Uh, really good. Yeah, I like I like watching entertainment. I like mm. watching music. I took my daughter to do a uh, do a leap a couple years ago at MSG. That was fantastic. You know, awesome. I love I love watching performers.
0: Cool. Cool. Listen, uh, I want to just thank you one more time. It was a lot of fun. If you ever want to connect again, just reach out. And um, this episode is going to air Sunday at 4 p.m. I'll share okay. with you the link. It, all my episodes okay. air Sunday at 4 p.m. And I've had the honor of introducing you for season four, episode okay. one. So we'll start episode one of season four with a, with a big time New Yorker. So God bless you, Bill. Thank you. Uh, keep doing what you're doing and just right. i'm really grateful for this opportunity best 16 minutes of my life
1: <laughs> all right my pleasure uh thank you so much for having me thank you uh everybody who watched have a have a great day and a great weekend thank you so much
0: let's go next brother